Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have an amazing guest on the show today. He is the CEO of Banner Season and he's a good friend of mine and I'm excited. Welcome, Mr. Joe Kenamore. How are you doing today, dude? I'm doing fantastic. Are you ready to handle my energy this morning? I, I think I am. I, okay, I believe I am. Okay, coffee here just in case I need to bracket it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think I need some more coffee this morning. So, <laughs> so you know, like I, I told you, you know, I've, I mean, I've interviewed a couple hundred people now, um, celebrities, entrepreneurs from all over the world, and this show, literally, I created it to give back to the world, to help people get unstuck. There's a lot of people that get stuck and don't know what to do. And um, I know you've been there, and and I'm excited for you to share your story. So why don't we start with, where were you born and raised? Ooh, I was born in Whittier, California, and raised pretty much in Southern California. Spent a few years in Missouri myself, but uh, as a kid, um, but th that was the two places. M misery, did you say? Uh, yeah, I will no, um, <laughs> yeah, Missouri. But you know, yeah, it could be that in the summertime, the humidity, or the wintertime when it's freezing but cold. Oh yeah, there you can be in misery there, no it's, doubt about it. It can be. I've yeah, I've been there. So so, where did you? So you went you, you went to like school, high school, all that in in um, California or Missouri? I did in, in uh, high school, uh, Corona Del Mar High School, um, graduated in 83 okay. uh, and, and quickly um, decided to move to the military and join the United States Navy. Did you really? Nice. Absolutely did and loved every minute of it. Um, it's one of those things I would um, do again, um, but glad I didn't stay any longer than I did. Yeah. Yeah. How long were you in the Navy? I did a little over five years of active duty. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. My my well, brother was was in the navy. My, yeah, as a matter of fact, my nephew literally just graduated like what, two weeks ago. Graduated from Great Lakes. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in, he's in he's in yeah. Just got out of boot camp. So so um, so you were in the navy. Did you travel the world? Well, it was Cold War time. So we were still staring at the Russians, and I was on a really small ship uh, that really just kind of did um, uh, anti-submarine warfare uh, between, well, kind of the Pacific Ocean, pretty much. Wow. Uh, mostly oh. northern Pacific, where it was damn cold and windy uh, and uncomfortable, uh, but, you know, it was all good. I really had a good time no matter what, because we did go down to Mexico, too, where it was nice and warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, you, um, so, you've, so you've been around the world-ish. I, I, yeah, I, I've seen some countries. I've seen some things yeah. in my life, no yeah. doubt about it. So when you when you so you got back from the Navy, did you end up going to college? No, sir. No, I barely graduated high school. School was not for me. Still, <laughs> well, actually, I, I love I love education. I love learning. Uh, I just like to learn uh, things that I need to know versus things that I don't need to know or may not never ever need to know. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. I like to school myself and, and, you know, just get in, dig in, learn what I need to learn. Um, I have no problem shortcutting that and hiring an expert either. Uh, you know, I've been both down both roads and sometimes hiring the experts the way to do it. Yeah, sure. Sure. So so you you uh, you didn't go to college. You um, got out of the Navy and became the CEO of a giant company and and lived happily ever after. 
Yep, that's exactly how it happened. All Boy. right, cool. Well, thanks for being on the show, man. That was easy. <laughs> I know. Huh? Holy smokes. Yeah. Uh, well, I got out of the military. The, uh, my uh, training in the military was a, I was a visual communicator, or what we called skivvy waivers. Um, we had flags. We knew semaphore. Um, you know, we were responsible for quite a few things. Um, but it was all visual communication. Those big uh, Morse code and those big lights you've seen, those, yep. those old movies. Yep. Uh, yeah, the the rate doesn't even exist anymore. They don't use signalmen anymore. It's just a lost cause. It was the only form of secure communication uh, yeah. back in the day um, because radios could be intercepted too, too easily. Uh, but anyway, I got out of the military and I had really no marketable skills. So with the exception <laughs> of I could get up in the morning, get to work on time, and be dressed appropriately, which is more than I can say for half of America at this point. <laughs> anyway, um, I had some skills. You know? Right, right. <laughs> I really didn't know what to do with myself at all. Both of my brothers were doing the same thing. They were repossessing cars. And they just were like, bro, you gotta come do this. It's exciting, it's fun, you can make some money. And I'm like, well, gosh, um, I think my, you know, I was married and had two kids by now and out of the military making no money. Right. Uh, well, what am I going to do? Um, I just knew I didn't want to be in the military anymore. So um, I ended up doing that for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, and that um, was a very interesting, uh, very interesting job. Uh, Repossessing say, cars? Well, um, here's the deal. Um, I was the guy who would wear a tie to work. So <laughs> I actually got work for Mercedes-Benz Credit and GM Financial and only their high-end cars. So for me, it wasn't, you know, I sure I'm not going to say I didn't roam around in the middle of the night with a black tow truck, you know, taking people's stuff uh, that didn't pay for them. But, um, you know, for the most part, you know, I was a little more, uh, you know, zip it up and, and go see somebody in the daytime, knock on a door, um, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I did what I had to, uh, you know, to to do my job. You wore a shirt and tie to repossess vehicles. Boy, did I. Wow. Yeah, that's oh, got to put you in like the only person on the planet that does that. I did very, very well. No, there was a cup there. There was kind of these um, middle ground folks that were out knocking on doors, too. But, you know, really, when the rubber met the road, you know what I mean? They'd hand me a key to the car and say, go get it. Um, wow. And, you know, for the most part, if you looked like you belonged there, <laughs> which meant you were wearing a tie and a shirt, you wow. could pretty much walk up to anything you want and take anything you want. And nobody be the wiser. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's incredible. I, I can tell you this. I've been shot at, spit on, beat on. Uh, people have tried to run me over. Uh, I mean, you know, there's some cra there's some craziness in that world for sure. My brothers did it forever. One of my brothers still does it. Wow. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think he's managing like 20 repossessors right now in Southern California. Oh so. Yeah, it, it was a crazy. It was a crazy time. Uh, I was happy to leave that space and go do something else, and yeah, yeah, move along. You know what I mean? So, so you you became a professional repossessor of high end vehicles, yeah. <laughs> and I and pick locks and do some other stuff. You know, <laughs> you learned how to pick locks. Is that what you said? <laughs> oh Nothing God. is safe. Nothing. <laughs> so those are some incredibly um, marketable skills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, it was more about finding people than it was anything. Yeah. Wow. But I'll tell you, where I learned my real skill, my people skills was there. Um, it's hard to even believe this, but uh, when you knock on somebody's door at two or three o'clock in the morning that hasn't been 
you know, contacted the bank for four or five months, you get to be a pretty good judge of human character yeah. uh, and be able to respond to them. Uh, you know, I always treated people the way they treated me. You come at me nasty, I'm coming at you. I'm coming back at you the same way. Wow. If you're nice to wow. me, I'm going to be the nicest guy in the world. Promise, you know, we're going to have a nice, clean, you know, uh, you know, meeting here. Um, but you know, when somebody you know meet somebody at the door at three o'clock in the morning because you haven't paid your car payment or contacted the bank in six months, and they start getting pissy with you, it's a pretty easy response to say, "Hey, um, the only reason I'm here is because you won't answer your phone. The bank doesn't want the car; they just want you to make a deal with them." Right. Oh, so it's just a, it's just a part of learning. Uh, it was a great learning experience for me as far as people skills, uh, how wow. to deal with people. Um, knowing that I could control my uh, the adrenaline when it flowed, uh, I was still in control. I was not the shaky man. You know what I mean? And you see, <laughs> they're doing this. You're like, oh, geez, here we go. They'd right? start shaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, there was those times when you felt bad too. The old lady, you know, the older ladies that you know had lost their husbands and there was no income anymore, and they couldn't. You know, they just couldn't uh, make that car payment. Those are the ones you just kind of went, oh gosh, I can't do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is for somebody else. This is another repossessor needs to come do this. I still have a heart. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so you got so you. Uh, I mean that definitely sounds like a um, the perfect job for an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> like, wait, let me tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. So so, and you had a wife and children at home, and and here you are out getting shot at, spit on, yep. beat up. Yep. Or, or at least hit on oh, yeah. um, and and that had to make for some interesting conversation around the dinner table uh, well let me tell you uh, the wife <laughs> the wife liked to go with me at times um, what? she learned to pick locks it was a little bit crazy but yeah we did uh, we did everything together that was just the way it was so yeah wow uh, yeah. yeah so you but, know or, dangerous enough and you know uh too many negative interactions with the police and you're just like i got i can't do this anymore geez doesn't matter if you're right or wrong it's just you know uh just too much of that stuff eventually turns into something bad yeah i'm sure i'm sure well, happy to leave there i moved to st george utah um my, my, my uh my wife's um uh, my mother-in-law uh she'd owned a home there that she couldn't pay for anymore and she basically said hey if you want to come and take up the payments you can have it I'm like well um st george huh okay well, Be that beautiful. Away. That's a beautiful part of the country for sure. Yeah, it is. It was a really small town back then. 20,000 people. Wasn't much going on. Uh, you know, I moved there. Um, I, I had uh, done really well in the repossessor game for that year and a half, two years I was in it and was able to save some money and take it with me. Um, started a small business that didn't work out and ended up uh, getting my real first job there uh, for a software company where they had created a 3D animation and special effects software. Wow. And yeah, I showed up because I had skills with computers. Um, I knew how uh, Windows 3.1 worked, and uh, back in the day, you know what I mean? Yeah. All 12 install disks, you know? <laughs> yeah. All that craziness. But, you know, I went to work for them. I actually fixed the six whole computers they had that they were having problems with. They thought it would take me weeks or a month, and I'm like, it was a day, and I'm done. They, 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 were, doing, they were doing 3D animation on a, a Windows 3.1 machine. Well, they were trying. That wow. was the... The point it was Micron who had sent the computers for free just to wow. try and you know get our engineers to use them, um, but it was a Mac-based platform. Yeah, uh, and they were trying to figure out how to port it over back in the day, and it was wow. just a, yeah, it was kind of brutal. But uh, it was great software. Yeah, uh, you know, I was there for a whole week when the guy who was doing shows quit, and they basically went, 
well, this guy's got a brain and he finished that work in like hours instead of weeks or months. We thought, let's see what he does with these uh, events. And um, I basically uh, worked for them for, I think, the next three, four years doing their events. I was doing 28 shows a year. So I would literally come home sometimes and just turn around the next day and leave and go to the next show. Wow. Um, setting up these big booths and helping them, you know, uh, market and sell the software. Uh, large booths with um, uh, live presentations. Uh, that were happening to big groups, uh, you know, of folks. This was the day uh, back in the day when uh, 3D animation was fresh and new, and and yeah. nobody really knew what it was. Uh, I was co-marketing with Apple uh, and uh, Adobe, and you know, some of these companies back that back in the day. Uh, and it was a you know it was a really really uh, great great time. Uh, I understood who Apple was back then, yeah. uh, and nobody else did. And when I went to my um, my investor guy and just said, hey, I'd like to buy some stock in Apple. And he looked at me and he goes, why? And I said, well, I, I love their platform. I love everything about them. The iPod hadn't even come out yet. Jeez. I don't even think I was like 30, 40 bucks a share. Oh my um, God. Wow. And of course, you know, I mean, literally within six months, the iPod comes out, everything blows up. And, sure. you know, then my guy's calling me back going, so any other companies like that? <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. I held the stock until maybe two years ago and we're like, all right, I'm done. Wow. That's incredible. So, <laughs> yeah. so you, um, you were, um, you were a pioneer in, in that industry, so to speak. You yeah, know? I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed, uh, I learned the platform. I learned, uh, how to do 3d animation. Uh, I learned special effects. I taught for them in the end. Uh, I taught for them in a small classroom in St. George, Utah, 25 seats in the classroom. These were folks coming, uh, artists coming from Hollywood. Uh, I'd take them to the Narrows on the third day of the week, uh, in Zion's national park for a hike and life changing experience stuff for it's, them. It's, it's, that place is unbelievable. Zion really, is. Oh yeah. 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 Like with all software, unfortunately, they didn't quite keep up with the Joneses, so to yeah. speak. And, uh, you know, the company started to fail. And yeah. um, my other employment in St. George, Utah, there was another company there um, that needed me. And it was a, it happened to be a network marketing company. And this is where doors were open for me. Lots of doors. A uh, network a, a network marketing company in Utah. That's weird. In St. George, Utah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was nothing there. <laughs> Twenty thousand right. people. I mean, geez. Wow, that's incredible. So, so you you um, here here you are in in now you're in a network marketing company as a network marketer or on the in house team. Uh oh. Oh, there. Yeah, I went to manage their events. That's what they hired me for. Oh, okay. Uh, they had. Uh, grown to a point where uh, they were still trying to manage their events from within and it just wasn't working. They needed a professional to come in and just go, hey, um, I'll take this. Gotcha. Um, you know, no more embarrassment for them, you know, by things not being done. Uh, you know, when you go to an event and you haven't called an AV company and you arrive, it's uh, it's a little late in the game for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, But, um, you know, I learned, uh, boy, did I learn a lot there. I met some folks. Um, you know, I met uh, Eric Laver. Um, who was their number one, you know, uh, field distributor at the time. Uh, and I still know him to this day and I've done business with him since then. Cody Bateman, uh, boy, I just, I mean, I literally have a laundry list of folks uh, that I met, you know, at that company. Wow. So, yeah, really, really great experience. You know, ended up being their employee of the year. 
Um, I wasn't with them long, you know, maybe three years. I really, um, I'm not really employable. Uh, three yeah. years is the, the max I've lasted outside of the military, but that was a contract. So, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my, my employability is just kind of a little bit crazy at times just because I just, I need that uh, fresh outlook, fresh look on, yeah. on things, uh, you know, and projects to complete and, you know, that kind of thing. Sitting in the same box every day, oof, boy, that can kill me. I, dude, I, I can so relate to that. Like, it, it, a couple of things, like the, the, the educational thing, like I, I remember, I mean, I didn't graduate high school. I, I didn't, I didn't get a biology credit and they, they called me in my senior year and here I'm taking college prep, analytic geometry, calculus and acing all of that. Right. But I hated biology and they, they're like, you didn't get a biology credit in 10th grade. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I hated that. And they're yeah. like, they're like, well, you have to have that to graduate. And I'm like, why? I'm not, I'm never dissecting a frog and, and I don't care how photosynthesis works. Like, I don't care. And they're yep. like, yeah, well, and, and they wouldn't negotiate with me. So, so I just Why? said, well, then I'm out. Have a, have a nice life. But like, so I can relate to that, that thing, that whole, like, you know, yeah. I'm going to go out and get my own education. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to do my deal. Oh yeah. Well, I have people complain about politics and about the economy and all this stuff. And I look at them in the face and say, listen, I create my own economy and my own happiness. I really don't care what those folks are doing. They could tax me 99% and I will figure out right. how to make a living. Exactly. I just, that's not my concern. I don't care about politics. It's just, you know, I mean, I care. Um, I care about the, you know, what, what, uh, what we're going to leave as a legacy to our children. But yeah. um, without that, I can't, can't be worried by that too much. I have things to do. I think the greatest legacy you can leave is what you just said. You, you, you got to figure it out. That's it. No, that's exactly right. That's what life's all about. Figure yeah. it out. Just yeah, figure it out. step aside, step back, take a new look at yeah, what's going on, take a new look at your problem, call a friend, ask them to help you look at it, and then, you know, uh, go execute, go make something happen. Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I totally agree, man. Totally agree. Yeah. So, so, so you, you ended up in the network marketing world in St. George, Utah, um, yeah. as, as their events. I did their electronic media. Okay. Uh, events both. So, okay. um, this is where I took, uh, you know, the next steps in video, which was a camera <laughs> before then we, we were showing off software yeah. and you know, there was no humans, uh, right. and had that ephedra based product um, back in the day that was making people lose a bunch of weight. Uh, so pretty soon I ended up in the field telling stories, uh, you know, video stories, um, you know, really expensive back then, you know, per finished minute was out of control, um, you know, what you had to spend to get a video done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the effectiveness of a VHS tape back in that day um, was it was a highly coveted tool, yeah. um, you know, and, and things change. Uh, you know, yep. it's no longer a highly coveted tool and nobody wants to watch, you know, your uh, VHS tape or your DVD. Um, they want to be online watching these videos and, and the attention spans nil anyway. So you might even get them for a minute if you're lucky. It's true, man. It's true. <clears throat> I, yeah, I was but, telling Tom Ziegler, Zig Ziegler's son, he, he was on the show and he said that he used to work in the storeroom sending out the VHS. I said, dude, I have some over on. He's like, that might have my fingerprints on them then, you know, and I'm like. I remember that the Tony Robbins, all of the different people out there selling VHS. It's right. Crazy. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I left. Uh, I left that company. Um, they uh, they they got started getting sued because of the Ephedra product. Oh. Uh, and things just started getting a little dicey, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm not really well compensated here in St. George, and I uh, happen to have five kids by now. Right. So I uh, was like, well, <laughs> let's go take a look at some of those production companies down in Vegas I've been doing some work for. And I ended up uh, becoming an executive producer for Encore Productions in Las Vegas, Nevada, and what a great job that was. Great fun. Uh, lasted a whole, you know, again, three years, and, you know, I'm like, <laughs> okay. See ya. But by that time, I really knew I was unemployable and needed to be doing my own thing. Uh, I had started a company called Cash Media Works out of my garage in St. I was in St. George, and I was starting to do medical animations, that kind of stuff, for side money uh, to buy toys, digital toys. When I yeah. say toys, I'm digital toys. I mean, I needed a new Mac computer, I needed a new camera, I needed some software, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. So that's kind of what paid the what paid the bills for that kind of stuff, and really, really enjoyed that. Still do. I still have that same you know yeah. gadget guy you know want to know how everything works i'm the guy who reads the manual at night i don't read books at night i read manuals wow wow yeah but you know what you can't ever you never can understand the full power of a tool until you read the manual so, i i agree man i agree so did you learn adobe flash oh my god adobe flash yes yeah, I, yeah for a minute <laughs> yeah until steve jobs killed it thanks steve so uh, well, yeah, but I'm glad he did. Yeah, Gee, me too. At least he was smart enough to know, to see that on the on the forefront and be done with it. So, yeah, there there were some Flash wasn't even an Adobe product. It was even you know prior to that it belonged to somebody else. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I was literally on somebody's website the other day. Run it. They're running a Flash website still. I'm like, how are you still in business? But yeah. anyway, so so. So you, I mean, dude, you've, you've done a lot of stuff. That's, that's, that's amazing. And, and you, um, so along the way you've experienced like nothing but triumphs. <laughs> oh, I've had, so I've had some trials. Matter of fact, my biggest trial just happened, you know, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and really, um, you know, I've had some things put in my way, um, no doubt about it. And really, uh, you know, when I went to work for myself is when, you know, real challenges started to show up. Like, yeah. okay, you know, uh, my first year I felt I did really good, um, but you know, now it's about consistency. I hadn't really ran a business consistently like that before. Um, and it was that time for me to do that learning, um, start writing checks for advertising and start understanding that whole world and how do I get business and how do I retain what I have and how do I grow what I have and, you know, how do I get these new customers through the door and, um, you know, uh, it, there is definitely some challenges and, uh, you know, when you look at business and you look at, um, being an entrepreneur, yeah. uh, you know, be ready. Those challenges are coming. Yeah. Um, you're not challenged doing what you're doing. You probably don't want to be an entrepreneur anyway. So, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was challenged, uh, by just having a job and showing up to the same box every day and dealing with corporate politics and somebody telling me how much I was going to make and when I could go on vacation and what my benefits were going to be and, um, and just everything who I could hire to get the job done. I mean, just, it was a myriad of, you know, of things. I understand it a whole lot better now, but, yeah. um, it bothered me quite tremendously back in the day to know that, you know, like, this is what I'm doing. I, <laughs> I might not be the right guy for this. I know. I know. I get that. So some, what are like, you know, I've, I've 
I had an employee when I was building my business in the early years, employee walks into my office as I'm in a meeting. He says, um, Hey boss, uh, there's, there's, there's somebody out in the parking lot looking in the windows of your SUV. And I'm like, well, tell him to get out of here. He's like, well, I would, but he has it blocked with a tow truck. <laughs> I'm like, ah, ah okay. yeah, that was not a fun day. But so ah. like, and so I went out and tried to negotiate with him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you, you know, but, but you know, the, so I've faced challenges, some big, big challenges where I, I thought, I'm not getting through this. There's no way. And, right. and, you know, what are, what are some of the things that in business or, or, you know, that you face that you're like, this is it. I'm, we go no further from here. This is it. It's over. Right. Right. Um, you know, um, my biggest challenge was just a couple of years ago. Um, probably, let me go back five years. Um, you know, five years ago, uh, me and my wife, uh, at the time we'd taken a drive up the coast, uh, I think we took about four to six weeks just taking a little vacation, uh, going up the coast of California and Oregon and Washington. Uh, we came back home and uh, there was some short-term memory loss going on. And, you know, uh, she hated Western medicine. So I just kind of, you know, forced my hand that day and said, hey, it's time to go visit a doctor today. And we did. Uh, they uh, basically gave her a, uh, you know, went to a quick care. They wrote her this little slip and said, you need to go to the emergency room right now. And of course, she fought me for the rest of the day on that until I got her to the emergency room. Wow. <laughs> her medicine. The problem was she couldn't remember what she had for lunch. Oh, wow. that was my kind of point. I'm like, um, we, you know, we have an issue here. I know we're having a conversation, but if you can't remember what you had for lunch, there's something going on. You know what I mean? Neuro, yeah. uh, neurologically. And uh, anyway, uh, long story short, we found out there was a 72 millimeter brain tumor um, oh. that um, she was, you know, uh, hosting and uh, they removed it. Uh, and basically found it was cancerous on mm. uh, stage four melanoma cancer battle from that way forward. And um, when I say challenge, uh, you know, in life we have uh, crutches, partners, um, people that help us. Uh, and when those people fall or those people wane, um, it really tests, uh, tests you as a human. Um, I've never, uh, you know, I did lose her, um, you know, about two years ago. And, uh, you know, uh, the struggle for me was I had to go find myself. Yeah. Um, we were inseparable for 32 years, absolutely inseparable. We did the business together. We did life together. We did kids together. Um, we were just blissfully unaware that there could be any kind of other problem. Um, and, you know, it came right down to the point of me just kind of starting to ask myself these weird questions like, can you be successful without her? Mm. And and coming to the realization that I'd never been successful without her. Uh, and, you know, we had a relationship that was very old fashioned. I fill the bank account, you spend it. You <laughs> take care of the business, you take care of the kids. You know, it got to that point where, you know, all of a sudden I'm single and I never even checked my mail. And Ken, I'm going to make it a mission right now. My electricity got shut off. I didn't know why. So I'm sitting in bed going, how come the light switches don't work? What's going on here? Oh my God. I, I don't get it. Uh, anyway, um, I had never been the guy who checked the mail. I didn't know what bill pay was. Uh, and here, here oh, let's put it in perspective, though. You had a lot of money in the bank, like a lot. Oh, I had plenty. Yeah, there was. I could have covered no problem. Where was it? Really, was, yeah. It wasn't what, shut what, off what, because you couldn't pay. 
No, 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 no. Just didn't know how to pay them. <laughs> like, where's the checkbook? <laughs> I'm gonna write them a check. <laughs> like, oh my yeah, god, dude. We don't use checks anymore to pay for bills. <laughs> wow. Anyway, Oh, my electricity got shut off. The gas got shut off. I'm like, holy crap. I guess I'm going to have to change the way I do things here. But, oh, you know, geez. Uh, yeah, but that challenge, you know, I mean, to just be, uh, I have five children mm. and two grandchildren. My home was noisy, busy wow. all time. They're all grown, um, but they were always around, uh, you know, constantly around. And all of a sudden to go from, you know, married, uh, you know, five children, busy household to, you could literally hear a pin drop. Um, I had to go buy, I went out and bought a Sono system for the whole house, just so I could have music in the house. I'm like, oh, this is, this whole quietness thing scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've learned uh, a little bit on, you know, some coping mechanisms and which is really music and a few other things, but um, you know, those challenges, that challenge um, is still, um, still a challenge for me. Uh, to yeah. This day. It's... yeah, I'm still finding those things and finding my way uh, those firsts that happen, uh, you know, after a loss like that. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of listeners out here that um, uh, understand exactly where I'm at and what's going on. Um, and cancer is such an ugly thing. I actually, I didn't go to work. Um, I literally looked at my brother and said, hey, man, you can shut that thing down or run it up to you. Go ahead. And he did. You know, he went and just ran it and took it over. Um, you know, it allowed me to take care of my wife for the, the 30 months of that, that cancer battle. Wow. And you know, be right by her side during the whole thing, um, and that's what I did. And uh, I'm so glad I did. Uh, I can't tell you, you know, cancer is a battle that starts, uh, you know, it starts small, uh, it goes away because of a surgery or radiation or some type of therapy, and then it comes back. Uh, it comes back a little harder. Uh, you know, they take it away, cut it out, radiate it, and yeah. it comes, you know, it goes away for a while. But you know, when you know, uh, when a doctor tells your your significant other that, um, you know. This is the disease that's going to kill you. It may not be uh, tomorrow, and it may not be next year, and it might not even be in the next 10 years, but this is your plight. Um, you kind of look at that and go, okay, uh, it's, time to, uh, it's time to go enjoy life um, and stop messing around. Uh, you know, kids are Wow. Wow. Something. And that's what we did. She got better. We traveled. Uh, you know, it was time to go spend our wealth and, and enjoy life and, and just have fun. And, and that's pretty much what we did. So... Wow, man. Sick. We were traveling. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. So, and um, and I have lots of friends who are, are either currently going through this or, or have, and cancer will touch everyone eventually. Yeah. Um, it's just prevalent in today's day and age. I, I just recently lost my, um, my, my 42 year old cousin to it. And, and it was that, it was like she had it. It, it went into remission. They, they got it early yep. breast cancer thing and right. then it came back and within six months yeah that was it man and and i literally was just at her 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 showing a month or a month and a half ago or so I, it, sad oh, yeah. man it's terrible man oh man i tell you what as a grown man i don't think i'd cried but maybe 10 times my whole adult life and all of a sudden it's every day all day like yeah. geez i'm gonna go cry in the shower for a while holy crap yeah <laughs> You just kind of, you know, all of a sudden that's who you are for a while. And yeah. uh, the emotions just take over and, and you, you know, just find your way. That's it. You just yeah. find your way. Eventually, you know, I actually, you know, last year, I think it was about October, I looked at myself in the mirror and just said, hey, bro, pity parties are over. It's time to move along. It's time yeah. to go do something yeah. with yourself. Your children are watching. Your friends are watching. It's time to go be you again. 
uh, and and stop this nonsense. So, um, but it was healing. You know, I call it nonsense, but it was really healing. You know, I spent a lot of time in the Pacific Northwest uh, by myself in my RV, uh, just kind of relearning who I was and and you know what what tripped my trigger and and then trying to figure out what I wanted to do again. Um, did I want to go back to this this uh, production company? Um, and my production company is a beautiful thing. Uh, we help so many customers. Most of the people they you know they ask me. Oh, you do production? I said, yeah, and you've probably seen my work. You just didn't know it. Uh, <laughs> right. And that's the truth. If you're in network marketing, you've seen my work. You just didn't know it. Um, we've helped some significantly big brands. Um, yeah. But, you know, it led me to this place um, with Banner Season. Yeah. And my challenge uh, really is what it is. Uh, it's it's It was my next challenge. Uh, you know, these guys that approached me and just said, hey, you know, we started this beautiful thing called Rocket Notes uh, and, you know, it seemed to be getting a few legs here and and we wanted to start this network marketing, uh, you know, arm called Banner Season. Uh, and I kind of looked at it and went, wow, um, for a guy who needs something to do right now. Um, yeah. How's January 1 sound? Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my friend Demond Zimmerman called me, and then you know the um, my part two partners up there, uh, Jerry yeah. Seniger and Justin Biggs, yeah. uh, are amazing guys, amazing programmers and architects of digital systems, uh, and have really just got you know uh, handed me just the best system in the world and the best company in the world to to manage and run. Um, and now, um, now my fight is for entrepreneurs yeah. uh, and helping them, uh, you know, with retention, referrals, and relationships. Uh, you know, the one thing I do know about this world and this business life is that there is not one business out there that does not have a retention, referral, or new relationship issue. Um, and I throw recognition in there as well. I like to use R words. You know, Ken, you know that. Uh, just, I'm an R. <laughs> R. <laughs> right. <laughs> Must be my sailor days. R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you, so you came, uh, like, dude. First off. You know, and I've already said this, like, I, I'm incredibly sorry for the loss of your wife. Um, I, I can't even imagine. I, I mean, nobody yeah. can until, like, no. yeah. No, not after 32 years, you know, <laughs> being married to your best friend. And, yeah. you know, um, my, my kids have actually heard others fight now. And they come home like, Dad, I never heard you raise your voice to Mom. Oh, well, wow. I just heard wow. some really scary stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, son. But, you know, that's that's the way life is sometimes, yeah. you know. Uh, it's not going to treat you fairly. It's yeah. going to knock you down. And if you don't get your ass up off the ground and do something about it, you're going to be stuck sitting on the ground doing nothing. Say that one more time. That is worth repeating. Oh, goodness. You are going to get knocked down. Ken, you and I are going to get knocked down again. Yeah. The question is, will we stay on the ground or will we pick our asses up, get up and do something about it? That's Amen. the question. Amen. And that's, you know, everybody who's out there and you're struggling today, you're suffering today. I can promise you one thing. If you get your ass up off the ground and you do something about your situation, things will change. If you don't, guess what? You're going to be sitting on the ground tomorrow and next week and next month and next year holding your own personal pity party. And guess what? Nobody gives a shit. It's your pity party. Nobody yeah. else. Who cares? Nobody. So stand up. Do something with yourself. Get off your butt. Go make something happen. I also find that self-talk kills people. Um, you know, uh, if we, we all understand what we're capable of. Me and you, Ken, what we're capable of in an hour is astronomical. Yep. I mean, really, like, whoa. Uh, what we're capable of, of performing. You know, we're not young anymore. We have a lot of knowledge. We're capable of moving mountains now. Yep. And, you know, what we're capable of in an hour 
is, is really phenomenal. Um, but most people, you know, just one solid hour of good, you know, hard ethical work, man, you can move, you can move things in an hour. Yeah. You can move things in three hours. You don't have to bust ass for 10 hours a day. Um, you know, I see a lot of these, well, I'm grinding, you know, I'm grinding to get, yeah, well, <laughs> that's good. I'm glad you're working. Um, but I don't know that grinding works, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't work smarter, you know, um, be more efficient, do those things you don't like uh, early in the morning, get it over with, you know, uh, just do it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, I stand with those entrepreneurs today. That's who I'm here for. Uh, I'm here to stand in the corner with those entrepreneurs and help them uh, through any of those woes they have in their business when it comes to marketing. Uh, I think both of us understand how busy of a world it is out there today and how crazy it is to get the attention of your existing customer alone yeah. to get their attention, you know, can be impossible. But how about a new customer? How do you get their attention through all this crap? You know, look through your mailbox. It's nothing but junk, 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 junk. It's not inbox. You don't even want to go there. Messenger, uh, LinkedIn. I mean, you just start picking, pick a platform. You know, I'm bombarded with crap. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't get on LinkedIn often, uh, maybe once a week. Yeah. And I get there. And it's the same thing every time, you know, I show up and I get a bunch of emails from people saying, Hey, uh, just want to check in and, and see that, uh, you got my last email. Well, I didn't solicit the first one. So why would I look at the second one? <laughs> I know, I, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I pay LinkedIn the $65 a month for the premium thing. And, right. and, and I question my intelligence every time I see that charge come through. I'm like, why, why am I doing that? Like, right. It's, yeah. it's crazy because I don't use it. I'm like you. I don't I get on there yeah. once a week, sometimes less than that. Like, you know, so and I'm not knocking the platform. No, I'm just I know. Neither you know, for me, I just kind of look at it and go, well, you yeah, know, OK, well, it's one of those places where, yes, I've gained a few relationships, but not, you know, yeah. uh, not like a belly to belly, you know, uh, you know, just have an eyeball to eyeball I, conversation. With I'm somebody. connected to Brian Tracy and Conan O'Brien on LinkedIn. And they Perfect. don't know me from Adam. So that's like, exactly. you know, yeah. it's like, I, I mean, there's so much and, and I, and that's, and this is a segue. I'm, I'm setting up a segue for you because I, I think that this is perfect. You know, there is, I, 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 just since you and I've been on here, I see it. I have 14 spam emails in my inbox. I keep seeing them pop in. Right. Just since we started 39 minutes ago and, yeah. and, and it's like, oh my God. There's so I have 5,000 Facebook friends, 40,000 fans on my fan page, and I have all this just nonstop content coming at me. And you literally today in today's world, we have to pick and choose. We have to pick and choose and getting somebody's attention. Dude, it's 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 very difficult now to get, especially if you want a big time person's attention right like and i'm not saying that anybody's greater than anyone else but right. you, you know what i mean right I and that's one of the things that and and this isn't a commercial for banner season this is your life story but i gotta tell you like it's one of the things i love about banner season is how easy it is to get attention from anybody just yeah. by using this because yeah, i use it yeah, let me put it into context. For those of you struggling to get new business, new relationships in your business, um, we have an answer. 
Um, and no, um, I don't care who you use. I'm just going to tell you what Banner Season does. Go find another company that does the same thing we do. I don't care. Uh, right. I'm just telling you, as an entrepreneur, if you've been knocked down and you haven't gotten up yet, and one of those things that you need to get up about is new relationships, new business, um, maybe you're pissed off at some of your current customer, go find some new customers. And one of those things, like you said, how do I, how do I get the attention of a new customer? And people think it's a phone call, it's a text, it's an email. Well, I can tell you, ignored, ignored, ignored. And yeah. that's if you're lucky to have lucky enough to have their phone number. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, um, you know, with banner season, uh, I send out what is called a banner bomb. And what that is, is five or more products from our product line that are all personalized to the person I'm soliciting. Yeah. It's yeah. a package. I, emails don't get 11% of emails get open. 100% of packages get open. Do the math. Yep. If you want somebody's attention, sometimes you have to make that investment. And that investment is maybe buying some personalized product and sending it to them and wait for the response. I've never had it fail. I don't know anybody who's had it fail. And it's one of those things where, you know, as an entrepreneur, if you're struggling, if you're struggling for new business, get off your butt and do something about it, it's for starters. Yeah. Um, if you know what to do, then go do that. If you don't know what to do, well, call me. I'll help you. Yep. Amen. Yeah. I, I, and, and I know that. You will. Yeah, that's what it's about. I mean, it's a beautiful platform. You know, it's a customer engagement platform. And we really do focus on referrals, retention, and new relationships for, for you know, any business. And recognition, because it's a big part of network marketing and, and it's a big part of business. Um, you know, we have several companies that use it just for employee recognition, yeah, uh, and onboarding yeah. of employees, any of that kind of stuff. Boy, it's been big, big. Well, Boy. and you you said, um, <laughs> you said, uh, sorry, a, a goofy comment just appeared. Um, but you said to me yesterday that there, and I, I wasn't even aware of this, and I use the product. I use, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, you know, part of the whole deal. Um, right. But, you know, you said yesterday that there's some automation sequences. How, how'd you word that? What's that called? Like, I can add a contact to my phone and it triggers something or. Right, right. Yeah. So um, usually, I mean, I use banner season in quite a few ways, but the most uh, the, the way I use it the most is this. I meet a lot of new people. Like all, every day I'm meeting somebody new yeah. uh, for some reason. And what I do is I get my phone out and I open up, you know, this contact manager and I put in the person's contact or I have them do it. And all I have to do is tag it, nice to meet you. And that executes, um, it triggers an event back at banner season to send them uh, a card and a gift from me. Wow. And yeah, it is uh, you know, you want to guarantee that somebody's going to call you back, respond to your email, your text. Um, this is the way. Uh, you know, you want to solidify a relationship. This is the way. Um, it's not a text. It's not a phone call. It's not an email. Folks, we need to go back to what worked in the past. Old school. Yep. You know, get in people's mailboxes and out of their inboxes. Because their inboxes, it's no bueno. Yeah. No way. You know, like even our cards... Uh, you know, uh, yesterday I was going through my mail and, you know, I started looking at, uh, you know, some of these cards that came to me. And one of these cards, I think I spent about 4,000 bucks not too long ago on some furniture. Yeah. Well, the guy writes me a card and puts a real stamp on it. I I'm like, that's for real. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. And that's, you know, banner season, still using a real stamp, uh, still looking to be old school uh, and do it the old fashioned way. Sometimes that's the hard way. 
Um, and it's not the most cost effective way because there's no break on stamps. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no. Postage, but there's no break on stamps. You, so. you know what's 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 interesting is <clears throat> I, I spent. Um, I mean, everybody knows who Grant Cardone is, and and you know when I when he first came on my radar and I learned that he was this amazing trainer, I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta have this guy as a client, and mm -hmm. and I, so I spent a couple thousand dollars just putting my assistant on a plane delivering custom bottles of wine to him and his wife and. And, yep. and, you know, and it took, it took a lot of effort and, and real spending money to, and, and that's one of the things like I can send a card and I've done it many, many, many times with banner season and a gift and some really cool stuff that, that, that you got, that, that we, you, whatever we, you know, put out and, and man, like it gets their attention. Yeah. It's it amazing. Does. It does. And, and for way less than a couple that way less than a couple thousand dollars. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. No comment in the number. No comment in the number. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. But so so you so you man, you've been through um first off, I, I I think that it's amazing some of the things that you've accomplished in in life. It, it's it's amazing. Um second, thank you for your service, if I didn't say that already. And, thank you. and that's one of my regrets in life. One of my only regrets is I didn't go into the military. I was, I was, I was supposed to go in on the buddy system with my best friend and, and I bailed and he went, <laughs> I think he still hates me for that. But, um, you know, I, I think that you've accomplished some unbelievable things and, and it doesn't mean, you know, we all, we all meet people that we go, ah, oh, well, that Joe Kennemore, he is just one of the luckiest guys on the planet. Like, I mean, I think he was just born with the Midas touch. Oh. <laughs> right. No. We, but we, you know, we all do that. We meet people. It's like, God, does this guy fail at anything? Is it just always been a multi gazillionaire? And, and it's oh, like, no, that's not the way it works, man. For anybody. No, it's not. I'll tell you what, you know, um, right now, banner season, we are different. And we're different, it makes it harder. It yeah. makes it harder to not have an auto ship of things that people might not use. Yeah. It makes yeah. it harder, uh, you know, when you know you look at this whole thing and go, well, um, I don't want uh, 10 reps to one customer. I, I want seven yeah. reps to, or seven customers to every rep. Yeah. Uh, starts to make more sense. Uh, I don't like auto orders. Uh, they just turn me off. Uh, and if I ever have one, somebody will be able to turn it off them damn selves or turn it on them damn selves. And I'm going to have to call somebody to do it. Yeah. Um, but um, no breakage in our comp plan. Uh, you know, I have some really seriously hard things that we've worked through, uh, you know, to make this platform work. Um, and I've had network marketers, so, you know, shove their nose up at me and go, no, I'm not interested. You don't have an auto order. Uh, I'm like, what? Really? Uh, you don't want you don't <laughs> you don't want to actually sell something that works yeah. uh, to some use it. Oh, okay, I get it. Um, you know, but that's that's just who we are, um, and it has made it uh, difficult. Um, but one of the things um, I got to tell you that I really learned in life is this: service. Service is important. Service to others. Service to anybody. Um, that time in the military, 
Um, it's called service for a reason in the military. You serve your country and you serve your branch of the military. It is not about the money and it never will be. And it ain't about the food either. Right, right. No. What it is is about serving your country and being patriotic and being able to, you know, stand uh, uh, in opposition of an enemy. Uh, to just be that guardian on that wall, it doesn't matter. You are serving your country, and I really learned to serve after that uh, with a church. I served the youth for 20 years, wow. uh, and it was constant. I was a Boy Scout leader, um, and I constantly taught and went on campouts. And you know, those are you're serving. You're not getting paid for that. You are right. getting paid, um, but you're getting paid in the heart. Um, and you know, serving others. Um, uh, is a noble cause uh, to just be able to serve your customers. Uh, think of that. Um, you know, when you're uh, when you're talking to a customer, um, how can I better serve this customer? Um, it's not about getting money or getting a contract. It's about how can I serve them? How can I help them be better? How can I help their business be better? How can I help them grow? Uh, what is it that I can do uh, to serve this person, this company, this customer? Um, and I think that is such a big deal. I was able to teach that to my kids. There's a lot of things I didn't teach them. And one of the things that bothers me I didn't teach them was about money. But one of the things I'm really happy I taught them about was service. Um, I had three of my five children served in the military. Wow. Um, and one served, you know, mission for church. Um, and my kids are, you know, they are service-oriented folks. It's how they were raised by their, their mother um, and myself. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing to pass on. And I'm really, really, you know, extremely happy that I was able to do that and pass it on to my children because that is what it's all about. And, you know, today I serve the entrepreneur. That's what I'm here for. Wow, dude. That's incredible. So let me ask you, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, let me ask you a question I ask everybody on the show. Um, in your, this is about your opinion. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, <clears throat> what is it that you think holds most people back from success in life? And yes, I am talking financial, but I'm talking, you know, everywhere else. I mean, what what's the, and obviously the number one answer is fear. But what, what, in your opinion, what is it? What do you, what do you think it is? Um, yeah, fear, anxiety, self-talk. Uh, there's all kinds of things that can put you uh, in a bad frame of mind, uh, an incapable frame of mind. Um, uh, I, you know, there are times in life where I have struggled and failed. Uh, and, you know, um, most of it had to do with right here. Um, there wasn't anything that was stopping me other than right here. I truly believe that here in the United States and, and a lot of other countries, opportunity is abound. It's, it's about um, seeing the dollars on the street, being able to bend down and pick them up. Yep. Uh, you know, that it's just the possibilities are absolutely endless here. I don't care who you are, if you're educated, uneducated. Um, intelligent or dumb, it doesn't just doesn't matter. If you've got the drive to go do something, then go do it. A lot of people have drive and they don't use it. Um, and I think those are the people we're really talking about. Um, so, you know, uh, for those in your audience out there, um, if you have drive and you have been holding yourself back, uh, I just, I only have this to say. Get off your ass and do something. Yep. Stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop writing in your journal and boost, and just do something. I mean, that's what it's about. The doers are the winners. Yep. The ones who sit there and chat, 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 
nothing's happening for them and it never will. Um, you know, I, I've started companies and some have failed. Um, most have been very strong and won because the, I was engaged. I didn't stop and I, I'm relentless when it comes down to it. When I see a vision, I am not stopping until I have succeeded and reached that vision. And I have partners with me now see the same vision I do. And what a wonderful thing that is, uh, you know. But, um, but as far as just, you know, um, fear, yes, it's just getting going and doing what you know you're capable of. You know you're capable of it. Stop messing around. Yeah. Stop, stop uh, underliving your potential. Uh, go out and do what you know you're capable of. Go make your mama proud. Go make your kids proud. Go do something with yourself and stop messing around. Stop, stop scrolling. I, and I'm not, this is not a judgment. I've done this myself where, you know, I spent three hours scrolling through Facebook looking for motivation, looking for that, looking for that one meme that was going to do it. <laughs> right? And it's like, dude. What the heck have you been doing for the last three hours? Get on yeah. the phone, make something happen, take some freaking action. And Seriously. That's so that's and again, it's it's and and I've been there where it's four thirty in the afternoon. It's like ah, I wasted a whole day. I didn't get anything done. I wanted to get done, and you're like, well, I'll start tomorrow. Well, dude, that it's only one thirty on the West Coast. Pick up the phone. Yep, that's like, it. I have a few little sayings around the house. There's one right on my nightstand. And basically it says, um, action trumps words every day of the week. Amen, dude. Amen. And that's, you know, I just, sometimes I need to see that when yes. I'm, you know, I mean, we all, uh, you know, we all want to have our own time and do what we want to do. But sometimes, you know, you just have to kind of go, I need a little reminder. I need a little pick me up this morning and look at that and go, boy, that's right. Cause if I'm not in action, Nothing's happening. That's right, Nothing. man. That's yeah. right. Nothing's going to go forward for you. Well, Joe, you are a, um, you're, you're one of the, first off, one of the kindest human beings that I know. Um, you do have an unbelievably positive energy and, and yeah. like, just like, it's unbelievable. So, you know, thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to be on here, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I love it. I love you, my friend. Thank uh, you, brother. You're out helping people move forward. You're uh, introducing. You're a conduit to people like me and everybody else and yourself. Yeah. Uh, you, you've been down this road too, and you're just trying to help guide. You're serving. You're serving your community, and that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Uh, amen. I agree. Well, Joe, thank you so much. And where can everybody follow you? What's the best place? Um. You know, that's a good question. Me and Facebook, uh, we kind of get along. Um. <laughs> we know not LinkedIn. Stay away from him. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn too, but you know, Facebook, personally, you can follow me on Facebook. I probably need to set up a different page, talk to, to a social media expert eventually, because I've kind of reached that friend limit. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. And you know, anyway, I got to yeah. figure that out. Keep my personal life personal, my business life, uh, you know, business. Yeah, um, yeah. I probably do some separation there but but yeah look me up on facebook for sure yeah um so banner season uh the the uh facebook page there as well if you want to learn a little bit more about that yeah. um not sure what um uh, uh code uh if somebody wanted to to uh use a code what's your uh, mine's just ken walls no space 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you need uh, a code to get into a banner season, a free banner season account, use yeah. Ken Wall um, yeah. as that code and um, that'll get you in. But uh, yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm uh, super happy you invited me. Dude, yeah. you're awesome, man. I, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and um, I know it's early out there in Vegas right now. A little it's, early for me. It's pro. It's probably not very warm though. At least it's nice and cool. Right. <laughs> In my pool. Yeah. Right. I know. I lived there for thirteen months. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, but... so listen, man. Thank you. Don't hang up on on me yet on Skype, but I'm gonna end the Facebook live. So, thank you. I really appreciate you, Joe. Thanks for coming on, and and thank you to everyone who's been on here and shared this out. Really appreciate it. Peace Have out. a great day.